Joy. And this is Claire. This is Girls Gone Wad podcast. This is episode 309. This episode is sponsored by Kettlebell Kitchen, the most wonderful meals in the world. I'm just going to be like JVN and start making up songs to everything since I can't like sing actual I mean, songs. I feel like JVN actually maybe took that from you because you've been doing that forever. Yeah. He steals all yeah. my material. All your material. I know. So Kettlebell Kitchen, kettlebellkitchen.com. The discount code is GGW. The meals are delicious. The other day I was eating a meal and it was so good that I was like, I need to put this on Instagram immediately. And I felt so basic being that person that's like, snap a lunch. But it was so good. It was like a beef something The world or needed other. to know. It was so good. And it had like a little cup of hummus with it. It was like oh, a wow. taste explosion. It was so delicious. So if you want delicious meals in your life and who doesn't you can support the podcast easily by going to kettlebellkitchen.com and using our discount code of ggw how's it going claire it's going i'm let's doing a lot better in. today than let's i was let's get real yeah check in yeah i had no in. sleep no sleep i had no sleep so juna you know so she's five weeks old by the time you guys hear this she'll be like six and a half weeks seven weeks old and she still is just like flying by the seat of her pants when it comes to schedules. People are like, oh, how's she sleeping? You're like, oh, is she on a schedule? No, she is not. I know that some people maybe start that this early with their babies, but she's not on board. And there's very little that you can do at this age to influence them because yeah. they... And I don't want to hear all the people who say you can because this is such a like hot topic right. My, about like, all sorts of opinions about raising babies and infants. And- right. I'm sure that if I was very, very dedicated and very, very concerned, there would be things that I could do. I am neither one of those things, neither dedicated nor concerned. And so I'm just letting her take the lead. And uh, it means I don't get very much sleep. Mm -hmm. So like some nights, like last night was great. She slept for like six hours. It was awesome. And the two nights before that, she was up like every two and a half hours. And the problem, which I think I've explained before, is that when she wakes up, she's up for a really long time. Right. So, right. like, it's not abnormal for babies to wake up every, like, two to four hours. Like, that's pretty much the window for the first couple of months is, like, they wake up every two to four hours. Miles did that, but he would go right back to sleep. Juna is not the case. She stays up for, like, an hour, hour and a half, two hours. So, typically, you know, if she wakes up at two and I don't go back to sleep until four, like, now I'm getting, like, maybe two more hours of sleep before I have to get up and, like, get everybody ready for school. It's right. just not, it's not going great. Yeah. So, yesterday, like, last night... The day before yesterday, I had been up, I woke up at four and just like, that was it. I woke up at four and she went back to sleep at like 6.15, but I was like, well, I got to get up. And I got up and like did my day. And then the next day, similar kind of thing. She was just like up a ton at night. So by yesterday evening, even like yesterday midday, I was so out of it. I I don't think I've ever been so tired in my adult life. It was like jet lag amounts oh of Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like couldn't see straight. My like head felt like really just... Anyway, like super foggy. But today's, yeah, today's a little better. But like, you don't get over something like that in one day. Mm, oh gosh, no. It when takes, I did, when I like, did my sleep study in grad school, I was like on a sleep study team, and it's called sleep mm-hmm. debt, and you cannot make up sleep debt. Yeah. Yes, I have heard of this. <laughs> I would say, anecdotally, that does not feel true, but I know the science says you can't. Like, like, yeah, like, the, um, like the pattern of like, like just trying to catch up is not a thing. Right? Is not real. Yeah. My mom happens to be like a borderline fatigue expert which is so random go carol she works for this company that makes this app that like helps anyway long story short she's done a lot of research she works for a tech startup 
in like this health and safety industry. And she's done a ton of research in the last couple of years on fatigue. And so, yeah, she's always like, okay, well, make sure if you are sleeping, you can get at least three hours because like that's the minimum, you know, for like a full REM cycle. And ideally you want four, but like you can cope with three. And so like make sure you're getting chunks of three. I'm like, okay. And she's like, yeah, sleep debt is a word I hear a lot. She's just so funny. But um, so some people have been asking me, like, is the transition from one to two harder than the transition was from zero to one? And I think that the answer is just like everything in parenting, it's really hard to say to compare different stages. There are things that are harder and there are things that are easier. It's just so different. The things that are easier are that when you have your first kid, you go through this like massive identity crisis because you go from not being a parent to being a parent. And that is like, that is a line. You cannot uncross that line. Like once you become a parent, you are a parent forever. Like I don't care what happens to your, you know, if anything happens to your kid or the rest of your family or whatever, you are a parent forever. And that's kind of like a mind mind game that was really hard hard for me in terms of like my identity of thinking like who am I now like what's my life gonna be like so I didn't have to do that this time but I will say that logistically and just like energetically it has been and I don't mean like energetically like woo energetically like my oh like yeah the actual I assume that you meant like crunchy energy because <laughs> that's so you <laughs> I did not I mean like the actual amount of energy in my body <laughs> like kinesthetic energy <laughs> not like moon energy it's way harder because like newborns, they're they're up a lot and it's tiring. But when you when all you have at home is a newborn, they do sleep a lot during the day. And yeah. so you can kind of like relax and take a nap maybe and get some stuff done. When there's a toddler in the mix, that is over. Yeah. So just like the actual amount of energy that I've been using has been very, very high. And I'm lucky my mom has been helping me a ton. She comes over. I mean, literally it feels like every day. But man, it's just like it's hard to figure out how to split or how to like not even split your time, but how to organize your time and your effort and your attention. And it would be like, what would be a good good analogy for this? Have you ever, this is going to be such like a specific weird analogy. Have you ever filled up a container of Q-tips? Yeah. Like, do you have a cup of Q-tips? You know when I, with that you might. So if you're out there, imagine this scenario. (laughs) Think about like being in a hotel or something where fancy where they have a cup of Q-tips instead of just keeping them in the giant Q-tip box like I do. No judgment. Literally, that's what I do. But- and apparently in my life, I have done this. So think about if your box is completely full of Q-tips, but you have like one more Q-tip that you really want to get in there. And so you're like shoving it in. Oh, yeah. All the other that. Q-tips are getting displaced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my life right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like I'm trying to shove one more thing in this, but it's like it's a big thing and they already totally packed life. And so like other things are just like, eh, right. we were we were doing so well. Right. And now you just packed everything else in. I always think about this too and um, how much we face judgment and comparison just in the world that we live in right now. I I would imagine that feels like even more heavy for parents and mothers of like having to have all of this information in front of you about like what you should or should not be doing. But I I know you and I know you're pretty good about like making your own decisions. But is that something that you kind of are like, it gets overwhelming? Because that's a huge like market for all of these things for mothers and do this and use this and use this blanket and don't use this and use this type of diaper. It's like, I think I would go nuts. I think that's actually one thing that has been different that's 
positive. So I was talking about like the things that are harder, the things that are easier about having your second kid. So I was talking about the things that are harder, but there's also things that are easier. And one of the things that's easier is being sort of feeling better about just tuning all that out. And so it's like, you know, if I see a post on Facebook, it's like, you know, your kid should never drink apple juice. And if they drink apple juice, they're going to, you know, grow up and be a serial killer. I'm sort of sitting here thinking like, you know what? I drank apple juice as a kid. I'm not a serial killer. You know, whatever, like the example may be. And when Miles was first born, I really like would see that. I'd be like, oh my God. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're fine. I mean, there are some things that concern me, like global warming, for example. But, you know, the like just sort of day-to-day things that come up, you know, use this blanket, blah, 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 whatever. I'm just kind of like, I'm not worried about it. Let's see. What else is new in my life? I've been doing the BirthFit Conscious Core program. Yes. And you're taking the training, right? I really right? like. Tell everyone so about the training. I've, I've taken the training. We, well, we, we took the, the training, training, but the one that the next one that you're doing. Yeah. It's not a training, actually. It's like their annual summit. Oh, cool. Cool. So, and it's open to the public. And like, so, Brand- so Brandon, you're not Brandon. Joy and I both took the BirthFit Coaches seminar, what, like almost two years ago now? A year and a half ago, but neither one of us actually officially registered as this birth fit coaches. And like for no real reason other than just right. at the time it, you know, wasn't really necessary or didn't feel necessary to kind of go through right. the extra steps that you needed to do to do that. But I loved taking that course and I thought it was so, so helpful and interesting. And just like the focus on the community and everything has really resonated with me. And especially this second pregnancy, I was able to get so much information and support I felt from the birth fit, you know, from Lindsay and from all those people. And, but, and it's like from the people directly, but also just from like the information that they put out, I feel like is so helpful. And so they do every year a summit and this year it's in Austin. And so, yeah, I just kind of, and it's mostly probably birth fit coaches and, you know, all the birth fit regional directors, but I decided to go. Good. It is starting to open to the public. That's so it'll so be really exciting. fun. So Juna and I are going. The other thing that's fun about it is that it's like baby friendly. So I'm taking totally. Juna. I've never ever been to Austin before. We're, it's in like the, have you been to Austin? Uh-huh. It's really I'm fun. excited. It's in like the South Congress just west of South Congress neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So if you guys, if anyone's listening who has some recommendations for me, I don't know how much downtime we'll have and I'll have Juno with me, but send them anyway because you never know. So I'm staying on like first and and Monroe, basically, okay. if anybody knows where that is. So cool. I'm really excited about that. So, But anyway, so I've been doing the Conscious Core. When I had Miles, BirthFit did not have the type of pro online programming available that they have now. They've done a lot of work on that in the last three and a half years. And so they had like one online program. It cost like $30 or something. And I bought it. And I was so at the time, like my mindset was so different in my mind. I was like, I just want to get back out there. Like I'm ready to get my body back. Like I'm ready to just, you know, get back to the way things were. I had no concept of recovery in my mind. It was like, oh, at six weeks postpartum, you are cleared by your quote unquote cleared by your doctor. And like, you're just back to normal now. And now like you just go back to your life. And now knowing what I know, that feels (laughs) hilarious and insane and hilarious and insane and dangerous. Yeah. 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 And so Brandon, the other day I was talking about like, man, you know, I really just still miss CrossFit. And he was like, well, you're almost at six weeks. Like you can go back and do workout. And I was like, have you been listening? No, I cannot. And so if you're interested in more in like the birth fit kind of timeline, I would highly recommend you look it up. But really it's, you know, it encourages you to like really take that 
I forget the exact breakdown of it, but it's like zero to two weeks, nothing, basically. Like you're just at home, in bed if you can be, you know, skin to skin, doing nothing. The next like phase is, I want to say is like two to six weeks or two to eight weeks. And that's like baby wearing, slowly starting to meet. And so that's where this conscious core program comes in. Mm-hmm, and so it's mm-hmm. very, very just based on like belt, like a lot of belly breathing, all of their functional progressions, which are just different movement patterns mm-hmm. that they go through. And then like the next phase after that is sort of like, okay, now, you know, maybe it's like six to 12 weeks or something like you can kind of start getting back into some of the movements you were were doing, but they're very, very slow and controlled, very, very low loads, that type of thing. And you're just trying to rebuild your core, like your core gets demolished. And even if you don't end up with diastasis, like 100% of pregnant women have diastasis when they're pregnant. You literally can't avoid it. Your body, like there's a human, your abs have to separate to make room for it. There's no way that this does not happen to you. Right. But not everybody has diastasis afterwards. Like for some people, it just naturally heals right away um, or, you know, within the first couple of weeks. But that's not the case for most people. And so this is just really focused on healing your diastasis if you have it or whatever degree you have it at, especially anyway, I could go into like a million disclaimers on this, but healing like kind of mild diastasis, kind of normal amounts of diastasis, and then just rebuilding or even for the first time building your core awareness and like your ability to engage your core. Like after Juno was born, it took me a couple days to even like be able to consciously belly breathe like to just even be able to breathe into my diaphragm Mm -hmm. because for so long my diaphragm was so restricted because there was an infant there that it's just like just that kind of thing like you don't Mm -hmm. think about it Mm -hmm. and then you finish or like after miles was born it took me like two days to be able to pee on my own without like without physically pushing down my bladder with my hand because like i couldn't figure out how to engage my bladder so the conscious core thing is great it's like 20 or 20 ish minutes three times a week I do it on my floor in my living room. On your pile but, of laundry, which everyone thought found hilarious. On my pile of laundry. <laughs> um, but the point the point I was trying to make is that when I had had Miles and I was so like just ready to get back in the game, I had tried doing birth fit and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so slow. Like, this is so boring. You know, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm I'm better than this. Yeah, I'm not it's as, like the hardcore. You know, yeah. 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 I'm ready to do thrusters, like F this belly breathing, like give me a barbell. And I want to just go back to that, Claire, and be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, stop. You could do what? so much damage. Yeah. You're right. You're so putting yourself at risk. And like, what is the, how is this serving you is what mm-hmm. I would ask yeah. postpartum Claire. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, this has been, it's been nice to kind of like be in a different mindset and be not only like able but actually i'm very happy to take it slow and just kind of like okay let's do this the right way this time and not have to worry about like peeing when i jump up for the rest of my life that'd right. be nice um what's new with you well i want to talk a little bit about the open because we just watched the last announcement as we're recording this this is thursday may 21st may great march <laughs> March 21st. I like, I'm real excited for May. I decided to, you know, we were just about to record and we turned on the open announcement. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been in the game of the open this year. I feel like I feel a little bit like we're letting people down because we really haven't been posting much about it. Like I'm doing the workouts, but there's just kind of like this disconnect. And I, 
I don't think a ton of people care because everyone's like in their own world at the gym and doing the open workouts with their gyms. But there's a little bit of kind of like, I'm just so out of it because I haven't really been paying attention. So I don't know. I think the the last open announcement, I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch the out athletes do it. Like we literally just turned record on and we were like, oh, let's watch the, let's watch and see what the workout is really quick. And it looks horrible. It's chest bar pull-ups and thrusters. I mean, everybody knew it was going to be. They ha- Those two movements haven't showed up and they, they have to, right? Otherwise yeah, it's not the open. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I still miss Dave Castro. I still miss. I know. Yeah, Dave, where I, are you? I hope you aren't mad that I tagged him in the post today, where it was like the title of our. No, episode. that was an appropriate tag. Okay, I great. only get mad, not mad. I only get like eye rolls when you're tagging him like at a Bon Jovi concert. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so funny. Like, it's my version of getting him back for all the random things he posts on Instagram. It's your version of texting your ex. That's what it is. It's like Joy gets a little tipsy, and instead of texting your ex, like, hey, I miss you, she tags no, Dave No, because I have memes. no relationship with, with Dave. He has no idea who I am. No, he I know that. He probably gets that all saying, the time. Like, no, I know that, but what I'm saying is like in like in the same mindset <laughs> that most people will be in. When they ta- when they text their exes, that's when you have the urge to text Dave Castro. <laughs> I know. Most people I are like, I'm ex- going to text my ex. And you're like, I'm texting Dave Castro. Well, I just, you know what? I did get a response from him once when I texted him when I was at the Pearl Jam concert. And he was like, I love that's PJ. True. He responded with, I love PJ. And I was like, yeah, you do, Dave. And he responded like, okay. today. Ha. <laughs> that's all he On said. On October 3rd, I asked, he asked me what day it is. <laughs> It's exactly it's October 3rd <laughs> on oh March 21st. Gosh. He responded to our post. He said, and he said, ha, ha. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so great. Dave, where are it's you? It's so Dave? great. Okay. So open congratulations to everyone who did the open. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and have no idea what, what we're talking about, it's fine. It was a great five weeks of working out really hard and congratulations to everyone far and wide. Way to go. <laughs> okay. I've been, in this fantastic hole of watching so many shows lately. Have you been caught up on the Queer Eye, the, the recent uh, Okay, no. I watched the first two. And okay. the only reason I haven't watched all of them, because clearly I would binge them, is that sure. I know Brandon will get mad if I watch him, them without him. Oh, okay. And he's been working a lot Got since it. they came out. Okay. So I have to wait for him. It's yes. irritating. That's, But you know, I watched the first hard. two. Yeah. Someone messaged us and they were like, I just started watching Queer for the first time. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Just like have all like, of those episodes. Just, I know. Yeah. I want to go back and have all the episodes to watch. And there are only eight this season. So I was kind of sad. I mean, I, I'm sure there's only eight every season, but it just feels like one. If I would watch 20 of them like easily. Enough. Yeah. But um, JVN's moment of singing the sunscreen song was probably my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Oh, I, I woke up the other day singing so it in funny. my head. Joey, <laughs> use me. <laughs> He's so great. He's so great. I love all of them. And Bobby's design skills this season are fantastic. I feel like he's just taken it to another level. And they're picking such good people to be on that show. Yeah, anyway. I agree. The people are great. And I, yeah. although I feel like Bobby's stuff, I'm kind of like, okay, something that was like a different color is going to be navy and he's going to West Elm. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing Scott got a little annoyed with, he's like, okay, how much product placement are they doing in these episodes? I'm like, dude, they probably get a lot of money for this. Like, 
He's like, one girls gotta eat. Girls gotta eat. They went to Orange Theory on one episode and are like getting some of the people to work out. I'm like, well, that's really cute. Like, that's a different take. The other thing I really like is they're kind of like incorporating these cute little life tips in, like, throughout the episodes. Um, There was Mm -hmm. one that I can't, I don't know if you've um, watched this one yet, but it was about getting married or being in a long term relationship. And they had like cute little interviews with the couples. That was, that was the very first one. That was so cute. Because the guy was I love that ready they to did go that. to his wedding. Yes. It yes. was cute. It was cute. Um, and then at the end, they do the fun little tips. And then just, I don't know, they make it so positive and so loving. It's like, know, oh, it's what's so not good. to love? I full on bawled my eyes out at the one at the barbecue. I'm not going to give it away to people who, have, who haven't watched it. But mm-hmm. have you seen that one yet? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, so good. No, I've only seen the first one where the guy gets married. And then the one with the girl who got kicked out of her house when she came out. Got it. Yeah. She was adorable. Oh, she was adorable. (sighs) So you haven't watched the sunscreen song? No, other than you're on your Instagram story, but I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Okay. So I don't really know what you're talking about, but I feel like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. When you get to that point, you're going to just rewind it like 20 times. And the the thing with the video that I posted, it ran out of time and it missed like the Uh best part because at the end he like has this like ending and he smiles and then he goes... You know? <laughs> I love him. Brandon, most people, I, I feel like JVN maybe isn't polarizing, but I feel like not everyone loves him as much as we love him. Because he's like not very... Love, how I don't even want to talk to I those know. people that don't love him as much as we love him. I know. Get away from us right now. <laughs> Brandon's like, he's just like a little over the top. I'm like, if you followed him on Instagram, oh, you would not say that. You would know. This is he's just his like personality himself. did you see oh. the video he posted of like the before and after of him learning how to skate backwards yes oh my gosh dreams are coming true it's so cool it, it truly makes me feel like you know i can still pick up a skill yeah for like, sure i could learn to like play guitar or something yeah i don't know why that do i don't have, want to learn do you to have a guitar, skill but... that you would love to learn that you would be like i, I have a lot of this. skills that i would love to learn i would really like to learn how to speak another language mm-hmm. how about let, let's popular. rephrase the question sure. do i have skills i will i <laughs> would like to learn that can you hear my yelling in the background? Uh-huh. I'm unclear what's going on out there, but it doesn't sound great. Like skills, I would like to learn that I feel like I'm too old to start. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like most people think like I'm too old to start figure skating. Not JVN. Right. Um, I think yeah, I'd like it. to get. I'd like to learn a new language, and I would like to. Do you have one? I'll think about. Yeah, it. I like. There's three that come into my mind. I'd love to learn another language fluently, mm-hmm. and be able to just be like. Speaking it like someone didn't know that I was from a different country. I would love to learn how to play the drums. I would love to, and then really yeah, the drums. I would love to be a drummer, like a drummer. Oh my chick. gosh, I've I always, would not have ever guessed that. Yeah, I always, I've always wanted to be like a drummer chick and like rolled up sleeves, like because I can do the rolled up sleeves look real well, and I could just be like boom. Yeah. So you're just reverse engineering the look. Exactly. You're like, which and, band member? What could I look most like? Drummer. Yeah drummer and i so i think that would be really fun language drummer and <laughs> i forgot the last one <laughs> Just, oh my god like i had really three. deep burning desire i did I, yeah it must not have been that important i think i wish i was better at skiing mm, which okay. is like i ski i ski a lot and i so therefore it bothers me that i'm like only sort of medium at skiing okay and i wish that i was better at it and i wish i could like go back in time and like ski more in my early 20s and like as a teenager and I just take it more seriously because I ski a lot but I've never like taken it seriously yeah yeah oh I Maybe think I should work on that oh no that wasn't it I was like play the guitar not really I'd rather do the drums I'd love to sing but I don't think you can learn that you either have a good voice or you don't 
I feel like there's so many, but I think that's the limit, right? Like you think that you're too old to learn something. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I love also like hearing about like, did you ever read? I know you did because you suggested to me. What's that Elizabeth Gilbert book? Oh, Big Magic. Yeah. Okay. So in that book, there's that lady who, when she's like 70, decides she's going to be the scholar of all things Mesopotamian or whatever. So, you know. Even though I'm, I, I tell myself like, oh, you're 31. You're too, it's too late. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, it's like, so weird. Like, why do we out, think that? Yeah, 31. Not that old. Everyone who's so, listening to this is probably like, I hate you <laughs> for being 31. But it's like, but no, you think about that too. And you're like, oh, you hear about those people going back to college at like 80 and getting right. their degree. And it's like, it's so silly how well, we do that to, th- to ourselves. Yeah, I was talking to somebody, one of my other friends, has, her husband is considering going to nursing school and he's like 31 or 32 and I mean, Brandon was like 26 when he decided to go back to nursing school, but still like in the scheme of things, yeah, you know, your late thirties, if all goes well, is still pretty early. Yeah, for sure. Especially and I considering totally... the fact our gen- my generation is never going to get to retire. So yeah, then I'm, gonna... <laughs> it's fine. I'm never going to get to retire. I'm just banking on not retiring. It's fine. <laughs> Social security will not be around by the time I'm that old. Oh, I don't want to think that far ahead. Um, <laughs> I totally remembered one of the skills. I'm totally jumping around here, but I remembered one of the skills I wanted to learn. Oh, because we were talking, you know, about like. Yeah. But you it, feel it like you're too to you. old to learn, and I still feel like um, I want to be. <laughs> Actually, this is silly. I know how to dance. I just want an opportunity to come my way where I can be someone's backup dancer in a video. Like, I have not dropped that that's dream. Like, that's on your bucket list. Yeah, <laughs> be a professional. So backup not dancer. so much a skill, but more of like. A universal opportunity to like waiting. present itself. I'm waiting, waiting for that. that. Opportunity. I'm I think that that's... waiting for Britney Spears to like come through town and be like, I want a 41 year old woman who's just always had the dream of being in my backup video. And I'll be like, I am You'll here like, for you. Me and my glitter eyeliner are here just for this purpose. Brittany. Oh my. Yeah. So good. You know how saturated podcasts are these days? Yes. Is that there's actually a podcast about Britney Spears Instagram account. Like there's literally you know a podcast about everything. I, there was... <laughs> Don't ask me how I found that. It what just... show was it? Was it um, the show, the new one with Maya Rudolph on Amazon? Yep. 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 I can't Something. think of it. Mm-hmm. But at one point, there's a piece of dialogue where she's like, you follow Britney Spears on Instagram? How's she doing? And the other woman goes, either really good or really bad. I'm like... That's it. That's it's exactly what it is. <laughs> she is. She's doing. You just. You're looking at her and you're like, you're either doing awesome or this is a really huge cry for help. But mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe like. Okay. So do you have back to the thing of like old dog yeah. tricks? Do you have like a vision? For, so okay, let me back up. Brandon always asks the question like, "What do you want out of life?" And to me, like, I hate that question because it's so it's like your thing where you don't like when people ask like, "What was the one most meaningful moment?" Yeah. Or like, "Don't ask me an extreme." The best it piece of, paralyzes yeah. me, right? Yeah. It's like, "What do you want out of your life?" To me, is like, you know, like, "Where do you want?" Or when people are like, "Where do you want to be in ten years or whatever?" And I'm like, "I don't know," and, but I do have this like vision, this moment that I feel like if I ever have this moment, I'm going to be like, "This is." I mm-hmm. like this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? Like, what do you think oh, of when you I think was, of like? Well, I was waiting for you to describe that moment. Like, oh. is it just an like? What is the moment? Do you it's know like, what the moment is? Yes, or do you just, I do. Like, okay, so I'm in a house. Uh-huh. It's like this very specific. Like, I can picture myself just in this like split second in this scene. Okay, I'm in a house. It is a lot of like dark wood, 
like maybe I'm in a cabin and I'm in the kitchen and there's a big window in front of the sink and I'm standing at the sink and I'm like drinking coffee and I'm looking out into this big yard that just has like a ton of trees and like chickens and flowers and like a vegetable garden. And there are like, there aren't people in the yard, but like in my mind, I know that there are like people out and about who are about to like, maybe they're about to arrive. Okay. Okay. And I feel like you're describing every 90s movie setting that I loved. And I'm totally I'm, I'm all here. And I'm, I'm like, here. I have like a I'm chunky sweater on and I'm like, you know, just like so peaceful and it's like kind of cloudy. Yeah. So I like have this very specific vision of like, I am going to have this moment yeah. at some point where I'm going to be like, this is it. This, like everything in my life has led me to this moment. And I've known that I was trying to get here, but I'm not like out going out and like buying a cabin in a chunky sweater at age 31 because no. I know this is not like the next step right. for me. I know that right. like at some point in my life, maybe like <laughs> my adult sweater. children are about to arrive or like some friends are coming over for a party of some kind. Maybe you're making maybe people some like, tea. Like right, it's maybe just it's a, like early it's a lovely, in the morning. Yeah. On like a, right. I don't know exactly what the situation is, but it's very peaceful. There's a, some sort of cabin with a big kitchen involved and a big yard and it's like sort of Pacific Northwesty mountain a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. That's very dis- descriptive. Like yeah. you're very specific about what you want it to feel like, which actually is what people, people, like the people who say when you're putting dreams out is what you should kind of go for is like the feeling of it. Well, and yeah. And like, like all the woo-woo researchers will be like, yes, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? Right. Um, what's the word? You know, when you're making something happen, it's called... Manifesting. Manifesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baby brain. Uh, this morning, I washed my hair with conditioner. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's real greasy. Anyway. Oh, my mom. It was so cute. She was telling me something. I can't remember. She was like, I was so tired because my mom and dad were traveling recently. She's like, I was so tired. I put... <laughs> What did she drink? It was like face lotion. She thought it was mouthwash. And she was oh, like, yeah, no. that's... <laughs> Diane. Oh, Diane. Yeah. Um, She's like, yeah. But yeah, so like this this isn't like, oh, you know, I, I want to be... I see myself in the boardroom or like, you know, not even I see... It's like, I don't want to be... Mm-hmm. Oh, this is my career that I'm going to have, or this is the city I'm going to live in, or this is the amount of money I'm going to make. It's just like this very specific moment. And I feel like part of me, like that, the fact that I know that there's nothing really unattainable about this moment. It's not like I'm flying in a private, you know, rocket ship to Mars or something. Uh-huh. Like this is a very practical, attainable thing. It's peaceful, probably. Yeah. And it's good. I'm a big believer in when you are settled and in a place of like putting good energy out into the world. Like I feel like that's really worth worth looking into as opposed to being like, I'm gonna check this off the box. I'm gonna like yeah. that feels very I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's cool and all, but I just feel like when you're at a place where you can just kind of be like, go with the I'm settled, flow. I go with the flow. Well, and I, it does I'm actually putting, make me I'm feel... I'm connecting with nature. Right. And like the fact that I've sort of had that, I guess, vision, you could call it that like moment. It's like, it's almost like having a memory of the future. Like that's the quality of this yeah. picture I have in my head. Uh-huh. It's like having an old memory, but it's in the future. And I think because I've had it so many times, like that same exact recurrent, recurring sort of image that I've sort of labeled it as like, this is what I want out of life. Uh But the fact that there are so many ways for me to get there really relaxes me Mm -hmm. because it makes me think like I haven't missed my one opportunity to get what I want. Right. You know, like there are still a million paths that will eventually lead me to this moment or something like it. Yeah. I kind of get weirded out by people who are super specific on 
Like, let's take vision boards for an example. I love Karamo from Queer Eye, so I'm not like bashing his vision board, but he recently made a post about how like all these things came true on his vision board. It was like a picture of his vision board and it was like Oprah, Emmy, TV show, like pretty much exactly what's going on in his life right now. I just feel like that sets us up for, I mean, that's a, that's a one piece of the pie. Like he worked his ass off to get to this point. So it's not like he was just like, let's put this on a wall. This is what's going to happen for me. Like all the trajectories of his life were kind of like funneling towards these moments. So it has, it does not surprise me. Like that's why I just feel like we get this false sense of being like, this is what you have to do. What's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? Yeah. Like, be specific. The, I mean, we've talked about this for years about like the BHAG goals or what is it? The SMART, smart goals where I get it. There's there's value to that. But then I, I feel like sometimes we get like paralyzed. Like that paralyzes me. That just doesn't fit for I me. I think the thing that can be helpful with having a vision board or something like it is just that like there is something to be said for always having of like for not getting distracted for sure so like you know if you really have a specific goal and you put a picture of it you know in your bathroom mirror you make a vision board that has a couple of things on it you know maybe like your goal is to buy a house so you have a vision board with all these like beautiful home things and you look at it and remember like you know you're about to buy a plane ticket somewhere and you look at it and you're like oh that's right I really my goal is to buy a house so I'm not going to go on this big vacation yeah you know it's kind of as a reminder I think yeah and I like that because here's the thing I think there's a difference between being like that's that's really in our immediate future. Like I can see that happening. I it's pretty specific that like the track to buy a house is like within maybe even months or a year or something like that, right? I think it's where we get like the 10-year goal of I want this and I want this. You start listing things that you're like it's there's way too much time in between. You have no idea what's going to happen and that's why I think I don't know. For me, I just get like weirded out by that. When Brandon asks you, he asks 5 years or 10 years or do you just he just, just like, like asks in your life, yeah. what do you want? Right. And, and like, what do you, what would he answer to that? Do you think? I, I don't think he knows. And I think it stresses oh. him out that he doesn't know. And okay. so I think that's the thing is like, I think it he, stresses a lot of people out that we totally don't know. It totally does. And I think that's why it's helpful for me. And sort of the thing that I've landed on is like, I can describe to you the feeling I want at the end of, not like at the end of my life, but like in older age. Yeah. And that is sort of what I'm going for. And so I will just sort of make choices that feel that way, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're linear or not. I think that's also something like, you know, we've been working and everyone's going to be like, when are you every, a lot of people have messages about our health mission statement challenge. <laughs> I was about to bring this up. We are working on it. I know we've been yeah. saying that now for like a year. Um, it's just going to be really good. But our goal, we have some goals about it. Don't yeah, worry guys. For sure. It's on our, it's on our immediate future vision board. <laughs> it is on our immediate future yeah. vision board. Like that's, yeah, that's something we're like, we're creating it now. We know what the plan is. Right. We can kind of like see what's going on around us. Like we're not going to, promise people that we're going to put this out when you're having a baby in 10 years um well but but hold on the point though is yeah sorry not to cut you off but the point is that that program is also kind of based off the same concepts and i feel like that really works for people where it's like what is this sort of general feeling that i'm going for let me make decisions that i feel like are in the vicinity of that feeling or make make me feel more that way than uh, the other option rather than like does this one thing line you know is this like the direct candy candy what was that um what was that game oh Candyland. Candyland. Mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think it was candy crush and i was like wrong mm-hmm. generation you know it's like does this like lead me down the lane or does it like shoot me back down into like candy cane forest and i just feel like there's it's not black and white like that so do you well, have I think an, it's, like a thing at yeah, the end that you like, well kind of i think it's like the really quickly though like i think the piece that we all get hung up on is 
people have developed these templates for us and it doesn't feel good for us. So then when we feel like it doesn't fit for us, we feel like we failed. Like Brandon saying, it really bugs me that I don't really know. I feel like I'm kind of wandering aimlessly if I'm not sure what that answer is. Like we have to have an answer. I think, I mean, I can just feel like so many people can relate to that. And even kids, um, teenagers, like graduating high school and the question of like, what do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Like that's still that trajectory. As far as my thoughts about like, what do I want with my life? Honestly, it really is as simple as being like, I want to just contribute to life. I know, okay, it sounds so stupid, but it's just like, I know in my in my gut, like I've always, always known I was put on this earth to help people. That's really all I know for sure. Like if I'm quoting Oprah's statement of like, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that I was put on this earth to hurt, to, to hurt people, <laughs> to help people. <laughs> I know it was, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. God. <laughs> I know I was put on this earth to help people, but that's all I know. So as long as like every day I can contribute to that, knowing that's what I want, like that, that's what feels good to me. I mean, I've gone from like making zero money to making decent money to making good money, feeling comfortable with belongings or not having belongings. And what people say is really true. Like that stuff just doesn't matter. That doesn't fulfill you. And I've learned that piece of like, okay, really what helps me every single day and what I feel good about is can I contribute to the world somehow in some way, shape or form. And that's really all I know about like why I exist on like an existential right, level. Like there's that, so that's really all I want. Is it a Robin Williams quote or a Jim Carrey quote where he says, I wish everyone could have yeah. an, everything they ever wanted so they would realize that it doesn't yeah. solve them, solve your problems. Right. And I think, I mean, obviously, like, you need enough money to have your basic needs met. 100%. But, like, yeah, I think yeah. after and enough things, like, you know, to get by. But, like, yeah, I, I think that that's true. Like, I think it's just there's that trap of like, I'll be happy when, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm, for sure. Which is, which is so easy to fall into. But yeah. yes, I think at the end of the day, everyone's five-year plan, 10-year plan or whatever, what you want in life has to come down to like, what do you just know for sure? What do you know for sure about yourself and mm-hmm. follow that every single day? And that's really helped me because for the longest time I did feel like I had to have whatever check marks and goals and why can't these smart goals work for me? Why does this feel so terrible? I'm like, oh, because Really just on an every day-by-day basis, if I can just wake up and be like, I'm going to help today. How can I help the world? How can I, that's just, all, or how can I create? I love creating. I love podcasting. Like those types of things are always going to be like, I feel like connection and helping people. Okay. So do we, should we wrap up with some uh, fun little questions that we yes. got from uh, a couple weeks ago? So the first one is about the Britney Dawn fitness scandal. I don't really know a lot about her. Did you hear about this? It was basically, I think it's important to address because back on the um, cite your sources and do your research, I think it's really important for consumers to be really, really smart about who you're taking your information from. And basically, including this podcast, right? So including this, question everything we say, like do your own research if there's anything that we say that you disagree with. Thoughts on the Brittany Dawn fitness scandal. So basically she was this very, very famous Instagram influencer, fitness influencer that sold a bunch of programming and never delivered. So people started to get pissed off and sued her um, and took her business down. I don't really know a ton about her. I just saw it on the news. And really what I think about it is it's sad. I think it's really unfortunate that she, I'm like super into bad blood right now, that movie and the book and everything. And so I feel like it's kind of that same mentality is like, how could you 
think that you were going to get away with this. So it's kind of a bummer. Hopefully she's righting her wrongs and paying people back. But so she's like the fitness influencer fire festival. Absolutely that. Did you end up watching that movie, by the way? No. Oh I'm my still God, not done with so Downton Abbey. I'm almost okay. done. Oh, that's I'm like right. the okay. second to last episode. I think, by the way, you and Brandon would love Catastrophe. Really? I, I posted, saw you post about that. You but would love it. then you were it. like, this is it's, so many good conversations about you with your spouse. Like, it, is that what No, no, I no. Need? Not conversations. No, no, no. Oh. It's a good It's a good one to watch with your oh, spouse. Like, just, you're not going to have to like process it with your spouse but it's one you know how some shows your spouse is like man i don't like this right like scott loves it there's very few shows that scott and i love that's one i think you guys would find really funny and i like shows that are written and performed by a woman and the lead character wrote it and she's great have you and she's has a scottish actually scottish you love scottish accent yeah Mm -hmm. um (laughs) have you watched the new 80 bryant one not yet because i don't have a hulu subscription right now but i need to get i need to get back on it because i need to watch the new handmaid's tale okay okay yeah you're such a good friend. Um, have you watched it though? No, I'm still watching. Okay, Duncan. got. Oh, you. Oh, so you don't. You have show loyalty. You One, will not move on. But here's okay. why. I don't have that much time. Okay. So if I don't have show loyalty, it's like books. I have to do, I have to just read one book at a time because if I'm sure. reading like five, I'll never finish any of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can respect that. How many shows does Downton Abbey, I feel like has 50 seasons. It has six seasons and each one has like nine, eight, eight or nine episodes, but they're all an hour long. Okay. Yeah. So, that's like, a lot of investment. About, like, yeah. Like more than 50 hours of TV here. Yeah. That's a lot of investment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so shrill for sure. What do you miss from the first years of GGW when you thought no one was listening? I love this question. The ability to work out regularly. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Like Brandon what do you the miss? other day was like, yeah. what do we used to do with all our time before we had kids? And he was like, all right, CrossFit. We used to go CrossFit. to the gym and like mm-hmm. stay at the gym all day. Yeah. When I thought no one, I do, I was thinking about this the other day. I kind of miss the days when we were just like sitting on the floor. Yeah. And talking into one microphone. I don't know, really. I think we still pretend that no one listens to this podcast. But I know that's not true. But I think truly, the beginning was so innocent and pure because we just didn't know what to expect. And so I think we just kind of had that relaxed. I miss being excited about everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like our first sponsor. Yeah, like the and first like, person who like wanted to send us t-shirts. We're like, oh, oh my God, can you believe this? They want to send us t-shirts. Yeah. And now I'm like, that, if someone offers me another damn t-shirt. <laughs> like that kind of thing. I feel now that I'm kind of jaded. Like when people pitch sure. us for things, I'm like, not yeah. all the time. Sometimes we get great pitches, but sometimes uh, we'll get pitched for things where I'm like, you clearly don't. Yeah. The, do your research. I'm just going to blanket say that we do get pitches where it's so obvious that they're like this marketing company that's just doing like a standard draft letter and filling in our name where I'm just like, that doesn't work. Joy, what do you think about online therapy like Talkspace? I love it. I think it is not a replacement for actual therapy, but I applied, I went through the application process of being a Talkspace therapist because I wanted to know what it was. And I almost did it, but I kind of backed out because I was like, I don't know if I want to commit to this right now. So I went through the full-on application process to become a Talkspace therapist, and it's legit. The screening process is very, very professional. They have a very intensive interviewing process. They have a mentor that they hook you up with of like how it goes. So if you're someone who's looking to do BetterHelp or Talkspace or one of those apps that are mobile therapy, I think it's a great place to get 
support if you're kind of dealing with like mild life stuff. If you're dealing with trauma that you haven't processed or like, I don't know, something that's really you would consider serious, I would, and if you don't know what I mean by that, just email me because I don't want to give this whole lunch spiel of what that means. But if you are curious of like what level of therapy you're interested in, I'm happy to answer those questions and you can email email us. Um, but as far as using those apps, I think it's a really good piece to get started. If, like I said, if you have like a mild issue, what I've kind of seen with those apps is you it kind of like leads you to a certain point and then you kind of have to go, oh, I need to actually go in and see a therapist. The other thing is if you see a therapist, it's a good supplement if your therapist uses Talkspace because that's another thing that I've seen is your therapist will be on Talkspace and then say, hey, in between sessions, if you need something, look me up on here. And then they kind of use that as a supplement in between sessions. So So I think it's good. Like a therapy gateway drug. For sure. Yeah. But just so you know, it is legit, at least Talkspace. I didn't go through the online or the BetterHelp interview process just because they weren't around at the time. It was like a couple of years ago and then BetterHelp kind of came around. But I was pretty impressed. I got to say, I was very impressed. Okay. (laughs) Do you like cookies? (laughs) And if so, do you have a favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe? I do. I really, Okay, go. I knew you would. Uh, The Smitten Kitchen Salted Chocolate Chunk Cookie. Oh, I think that's what it's called. I, let me look this up for you guys to make sure that anything right. salted, anything chocolate, anything chunk, and anything smitten kitchen. I'm a okay. big fan of Joy the Baker. Salted chocolate chunk cookies. Okay, they're so good. They're like these big. It's like a chocolate chip cookie, but with chunks, and then you put like flaky sea salt on the top. Oh, it's the oh my best. God, it's so good, you guys. Anything with flaky sea salt is my jam. I know. <laughs> I think you might even like use browned butter in here. Stop Just it. run, don't walk to the smitten kitchen. <laughs> And make these cookies. They're so good. (laughs) That's great. How are you liking Branch Basics? So they sent us some cleaning supplies. Thank you, Branch Basics. Free plug. (laughs) I know, right? But I got to say, I was was pretty impressed with their stuff. Yeah, I'm liking it too. We'll talk about it, I think, more in some upcoming episodes. But so far, so good. Okay. Uh, Last but not least, practical tips and insight into how to manage full-time jobs and side projects. Do you have a team? How many hours a week do you spend on it? I'm 90% paperwork and logistics on my side projects. So Claire and I, I got to say, we've been doing this for five and a half years, almost six years. We have refined this to where we, we can do this with our eyes closed. Our system works really well. We've decided to keep it and not forever, but I think we've always kind of decided to keep it where it's at a place where... Claire can manage her stuff. I can manage my stuff. And then we can do this just between the two of us. So we've never had to hire assistants. I've always thought about it, but then I would be like, I don't know exactly what they would do because it's one of those things where you and I have such a good system going that I'm like, I don't want to train someone yeah. and they're not going to do it as good as I am. <laughs> well, and I think also like, okay, so if it's just you, like if it was just one person, I think it would be yes, hard. Totally. Um, because I kind of, and we've talked about this before, like I kind of manage more of like the forward facing stuff, like posting, I post more on social. I, you know, do, write our episode descriptions. I build our website, that kind of stuff. And then Joy does all of our audio editing and you end up doing most of our Instagram stories. Not that that's really like, that's not really like a clear cut thing, but you just you do more on Instagram stories than me. And you answer more of our emails. And it just kind of comes down to like, we're, I think we're lucky in that our lifestyles are different enough that like mm-hmm. I have, and our skills are different enough right. that we really like fill in for each other's gaps. 
Mm-hmm. And there are also always times where it's like, hey, I'm really busy. Can you finish writing the episode description? Like, hey, my internet went down. Can you, you know, post this file or whatever? And I think like we just have this, have always had this very lucky dynamic where neither one of us has ever been like, oh my gosh, I'm the only one working on this. And even if like there's, it, it is kind of like a marriage where it's not yeah. ever always going to be 50 50, but right. even if it was, we love it so much that we don't really care. No. Like there's never been a point where I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm doing all the work. Like right. I've like, never, I've yeah. never like, I've never like kept track of that stuff because I'm yeah. always like, uh, we just Whatever. do our thing. Yeah. And I think, so I think if you are someone who's thinking either has a side, side hustle, quote unquote side hustle, and want to like, take it to the next level or you are thinking about starting one, like that you have a hobby that you really like and you want to make it a little more serious. I mean, my biggest piece of advice, which is the same advice I always give when people are like, what would you say to someone wanting to start a podcast? It's just don't overthink it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Do it. Do commit to it as much as you can. I think like make it manageable for one person. You know, I think that's kind of the thing is it's like whatever your quote unquote side hustle is, it's as big and as time consuming as you make it. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people kind of get trapped in is they're like, oh, it's going to take so much time. It's like, who says it's going to take so much time? Mm-hmm. This is your project. Make it take time. And you don't know time. until you start. Like, if right. you haven't started, you don't know. This yeah. is going to take as much time as you give it. Right. And so if you want it to, like, you know, require 10, 20 hours a week, then that's fine. Maybe you'll need right. to hire somebody. But if you only want to work on it four or five hours a week, that's your call. This is your project. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah. between the two of us, we probably, including recording, Let's say we would do one episode a week. We probably spend between like a grand total of 10 or so hours a week, which is not that much. Not that much. It's like one and a half hours of podcasting. It usually takes you like about an hour to edit. Mm -hmm. And then we maybe spend a grand total of like 30 or so minutes a day on social, maybe a little bit more than that. Some days on emails. Yeah. kind of it. I remember Joy the Baker. I'm such a huge fan of her and hers. And she's been around for so long. And I remember one of her posts, she talked about this. So I highly recommend either shooting her an email or just looking at her posts. I remember her talking about like, how did you start your blog, Joy? Because she was really one of the first really popular food bloggers, I would say. And she had a full-time job and she would get up in the morning and she would write her post. Like you do have to do a lot if you choose to, right? Like she chose to make that a priority because she knew that that's what she kind of wanted to build. And I think there's something to be said about that too, of like, if it doesn't feel great and you know you're going to drop the ball, don't do it. Like try to set yourself up for success. But she would be like, hey, I'd get up really early before my job and I'd make these posts because she really loved doing it. And then she'd go to work and then she'd kind of like finagle with it when she got home and and plan for it. But um, it just kind of happened naturally for her. And then she could transition. I mean, not that that's everyone's goal, but she could transition into making her blog a business. But sometimes it is kind of like that upfront front loading where you and I probably spent tons more time on it at the very beginning because we were getting to know how the flow was. We didn't really know all the equipment. We didn't know what the heck a podcast was. I mean, we knew we wanted to do something, but we weren't all, you know, we weren't trained um, on all the ins and outs of it. So it just, it just takes time. It gets easier over time, like with anything. And I think too, like, okay, for example, right now, the rest of like Miles and Brandon 
or in the other room eating dinner. Like, so I'm missing out on family dinner. But to me, it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing family dinner. I love doing this. And so, and luckily, you know, my family is willing to sacrifice their time with me so that I can do this. What If you sit down and look at it that way, like, yeah, we make sacrifices with our time. And, you know, there's been a lot of times where I'll get up early on a Saturday morning so that we can record or, mm-hmm. you know, we stay up late to, so that we can accommodate a guest who's in a different time zone or right. whatever the case may be. Or there have been so many times, you guys, I can't even tell you where I'm laying in bed at like 11 o'clock on Wednesday night. And I'm like, oh God, tomorrow's Thursday. I have to go write. Like I've been doing this for six damn years. You would think that I would remember Wednesday night. Got to go write the episode description. I cannot tell you how many times I've like had to get up, go downstairs, get my computer, like write the episode description. And Brandon's always like, set a timer, like an alarm, irregardless. <laughs> irregardless. Okay, irregardless. Um, you know, though, it, but it's, I'm never like, there are definitely weeks, I think, with both of us where we're, we're like, let's just get this over with. Like, I'm not in the mood mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And that's fine, too. Like, you don't have to love every second of it. But no. the big picture, it is it is what you make it. Don't stress out about it. Just start. Just start. Yeah. That's the best piece of advice I can give for anyone starting anything is just start doing it because you'll figure it out and you'll refine it along the way. We just tend, tend to overthink things all the time. Okay, we got to wrap up. Do we want to plug Tulum? Because we still have some spots. Guys, come to Mexico with us. There's a link in our highlights on our Instagram. Joy and Claire underscore is our Instagram handle. Kind of new. Check us out. Come to Mexico. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. put together all these great highlights on our Instagram. It looks very pretty. Go check it out. It's beautiful. Get all the information about Tulum. I believe the deadline is May to sign up, right? Yeah, so you have like four to six more weeks depending on when you hear this yeah, yeah i think it's gonna be like end of may you can I'll, come alone you can come alone everyone is like oh my gosh i don't have anyone to come with there's a lot we of we are coming. your friends we're your friends guys trust me when we do trips everyone hangs out together you all become best friends at the end yes you're not like just it's it's you know how we're trust like, us man it's trust hard to us. make friends as an adult this is this how is you make the friends perfect as an adult. time yes and you're those friends okay. are joy and claire and so we're good excited. friends so come alone. You also are welcome to bring your partner. Yeah. Um, there will be, I think I know of at least one, if not two men who are coming on this trip. Our husbands are not coming purely for logistical reasons. Since now right. that we have two kids, it would not be easy for Brandon to come with. And Scott is doing some other traveling in that time period, I think. But it doesn't matter. When are welcome. Remember when Marty brought... Ryan. Um, and now Ryan, they're like our best friends. Now they're like our best friends. And he was the only dude on that trip. Yes. And it was like the coolest. Awesome. And he had oh gosh, so much fun. He sent, yeah. like, he sent a book on parenting daughters to Brandon. Oh, God. He's so great. He is the they best. They are the best people ever. Ugh. We've met Hi. the best people on our trips. Hi, Ryan and Marty. We love you. Hi, Ryan and Marty. Um, <laughs> so come. Be the next Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'm JK because Ryan can never be replaced. But bring, bring whoever you want or come alone. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right, guys. Tulum, sign up. Support the podcast. And don't forget to sign up for Kettlebell Kitchen. Try them out. They're so yummy if you haven't already. Kettlebellkitchen.com. The code is GGW. That gets you $25 off your first two orders of $50 or more. Their food is so good. It's just so, so good. good. We all eat it it's every so day. It's so delicious. Or send it to a friend. I always, like, a friend. I always like to mention this because some people have been like, it's you know true. what? Thank you. If your friend, although I did mention like if your friend just had a baby and someone texted, one of my friends texted me and they were like, are you trying to drop a hint? <laughs> I was like, You're like yes, actually their pancakes I mean, sure. are delicious. So if you have a friend who like just had a baby or is getting surgery or, you know, just is going through something and you live far away and you wish that you could do something for them, send them a week of kettlebell kitchen it's meals. It's so easy too. So it's easy. so easy. Have a good week. Bye.